To listen ad-free and to get a shout-out on the show, you can now upgrade to Koala Shine Plus via the link in the show notes. But before we get started on today's episode, I've got a quick word from our friends and trusted sponsors who help make our free stories possible. Parents, if you've ever experienced bedtime battles with the kids, I'm going to let you into a little secret. The Koala Moon podcast has revolutionised over 20 million bedtimes, with parents like you calling it life-changing and the perfect nighttime routine. With original kids' bedtime stories and cosy sleep meditations, every episode has been specially designed to make bedtimes a dream. Listen to Koala Moon on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Koala Kids! Welcome back to Koala Shine! I'm Kelly, and I'll be reading you daytime stories and giving you facts and ideas that will hopefully put a big grin on your face. Before we begin today, I wanted to know have you been enjoying Koala Shine? If you have, please leave us a review to let us know. It really helps the show grow, and if you leave your name, I'll even give you a shout out on the pod. Now, here's a question for you. What are some of the fastest things you guys can think of? Have you ever seen how fast a bee's wings buzz? They open and close so quickly they become nothing more than a blur. Some cars are really fast too. And trains can go even faster than cars. And of course, aeroplanes can go even faster than trains. And to get into space, rockets go really, really, really fast. But there's something that travels even faster than dogs chasing balls and trains and rockets. And that something is light. Did you know? A very clever man called Albert Einstein worked out that the fastest thing in the world is light. Here's an example of how quick light is. A beam of light could travel around the entire world seven and a half times in a single second. In the time it takes you to say whoosh, light has gone 300,000 kilometers. Now I'm going to tell you a few things that'll make your brain hurt a bit, but stick with it. It's amazing stuff. When you look up at the night sky, you are really looking into the past. The stars are so very, very far away that it takes years for their light to travel all the way to us on planet Earth. The light from the star nearest to us takes nearly four and a half years to get here. I can't even begin to work out how far away that star must be if something that travels at 300,000 kilometers a second takes four and a half years to arrive somewhere. And here's something really amazing. You probably know that the stars in the sky have names. One of the most famous stars sits on what we call Orion's Belt. Orion's Belt is a pretty special set of stars because they can be seen from anywhere in the world. And the light from this star takes, wait for it, 1,500 years to get to us here on planet Earth. So you're looking at 1,500 years into the past when you look at that star in the night sky. Isn't that incredible? You're looking back at a time when your great, 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 great grandparents were alive. And if you weren't counting, that was 18 greats. And do you want to know what the most amazing fact of all is? There's actually something that's moved faster than the speed of light. And it very nearly didn't. It was very nearly stopped by the grumpiest, grouchiest, grisliest, gloomiest badger in the world. And that is where our story begins today. The badger in this story is a very grumpy badger indeed. 
He's so grumpy that he doesn't ever laugh at jokes. And he frowns when he gets tickled. And he's never licked an ice cream and got an instant smile on his face. He's never met up with a friend and smiled and waved at them. Instead, he just says something like, Oh, hello. Oh, I see it's raining again. And settles down for an afternoon of grumbling and moaning about things. And this grumpy badger was nearly responsible for stopping the fastest, loveliest, most wonderful thing in the world. He nearly, can you believe this? He nearly stopped a smile from spreading from one creature to another. You see, it all started with a koala in Australia. The little koala was sitting on a riverbank with his friends, and they were swapping stories about the best trees that they'd ever sat in. As you probably know, koalas are constantly hanging around in the treetops, and they have a lot of opinions about how comfortable a branch can be. If you go to the southern edge of the billabong, said the first koala, and climb up to the very top of the tallest tree, having a few naps along the way, of course, you'll find a branch with the perfect bend in it. It's basically the same thing as chilling in a hammock. The other koalas oohed and aahed at that, and made a mental note to slip away to the edge of the billabong as soon as they can manage. Well, I like sitting at the base of the rainbow eucalyptus tree myself, said another koala. There's soft mounds of moss and it's so comfortable. The rest of them nodded their heads solemnly. There was nothing quite like a good moss mound. The little koala sat and listened, taking it all in and hoping he could remember as many prime treetop spots as possible when a gorgeous golden dragonfly buzzed past. If you've ever sat and watched dragonflies, you'll know that they are amazing creatures, dashing this way and that, turning in an instant and perching on the finest blades of grass. The little koala stopped listening to the others talking about hammocks and moss and warm mud baths and focused on the dragonfly. And then he couldn't help it. He smiled. He wasn't sure why, but it was something to do with the dragonfly being so beautiful to look at. That clever man, Albert Einstein, who worked out that the fastest thing in the world was light, he once said that there are only two ways you can live. You can either live as if nothing is a miracle, or you can live as if everything is a miracle. The little koala looked at the dragonfly and thought to himself, that is so very, very beautiful. It must be a miracle. Which makes him almost as smart as Einstein. Although it would be difficult to be as smart as Einstein, given that he sleeps for about 24 hours every day. But realising that things around him were miracles did make him very smart indeed. His little koala smile was so big and broad that it instantly made a passing kookaburra smile too. That's the thing about smiles. If you see one, it's really hard not to smile too. Which is why when the kookaburra smiled, a crocodile smiled. And when the crocodile smiled, a platypus smiled. The platypus passed on the smile to a kangaroo, who bounced along and passed it on to a seagull. The seagull shared his smile with a dolphin, Although, really, if you look at dolphins, they're always smiling anyway. And they passed it on to a whale, who sent it skidding across onto the face of a walrus in Norway. It's sort of hard to see a walrus smile, because they have that big, thick moustache that blocks it out a bit. But this smile was so big it went beyond the edges of the bristly moustache and immediately spread to a seal. The seal gave the smile to a puffin who gave it to a field mouse, who gave it to a rabbit, who gave it to a hare, who shot off across a field and immediately gave it to a hedgehog. The hedgehog looked around and saw a little mole poking his head out of a mole hole and handed him the smile. 
and the mole straightened his glasses and dived deep to pass a smile on to a passing worm. The worm smiled so broadly at a little blackbird that the blackbird forgot all about eating the worm and smiled instead, and then shared it with a passing cuckoo. But then the cuckoo turned and found himself faced with the grisliest, grumpiest, grouchiest badger in the world. The smile that had charged around the world faster than the speed of light, leaping from the face of animal to animal, was suddenly stuck in one spot, plastered onto the cuckoo's face. The cuckoo swallowed. The responsibility for passing the smile on lay solely with him. He wondered why he'd been the unlucky one to turn and see the grumpy badger, and thought for a second about seeing if he could find another creature to pass it on to. The cuckoo felt the smile wobbling on his beak. He had no idea of the smile's journey to reach his face, but he was determined not to be the creature who dropped it. The cuckoo then remembered something his mother had told him many years before. Back when he was just a little baby cuckoo, with no feathers at all, and who sat in his nest all day with his brothers and sisters with his beak wide open, screaming for food. Now children, whenever you see someone frowning, his mother had told them all, you know they need a smile more than anyone else. Now the cuckoo had thought about this a lot over the years. That along with her mother's pearl of wisdom that worms will appear when rain is near had been the most important thing he'd learned from her. Woo-hoo. Hey badger, the cuckoo said. I have this smile I really want to hand over to you. Any chance you could take it? He stretched the smile as wide as he could, making sure it reached his eyes and the tip of his feathers and tails. Hmph, <laughs> grumped the badger. A smile? What good is that to me? The cuckoo hadn't expected that answer. He thought everyone wanted to smile. Cuckoos, if you didn't know, are some of the funniest birds around. Their nests are like the comedy clubs of the bird world. He couldn't imagine a day, or an hour, or even a minute without a smile in it. Well, he finally replied, it makes you feel good to smile. Give it a try. Humph, grizzled the badger. Food makes me feel good. A nice long sleep makes me feel good too. Finding a tree to scratch against makes me feel good. But I don't need to go around smiling those things. As if to prove his point, the badger frowned extra hard. The cuckoo searched his brain for his best badger joke. It wasn't a very good one, but it was the best he had. Oh, what goes moo? He asked the badger. What? The badger replied. I said, what goes moo? It's a joke. The cuckoo was starting to regret this idea. Cows, said the badger, and I don't see what's so funny about that. Right, okay, said the cuckoo. Cows do go moo. I said the joke wrong. Look, I'll start again. What other than cows go moo? The badger sighed and decided to play along. I don't know. Uh, what, What other than cows go moo? The cuckoo raised an eyebrow, smiled extra hard, and threw out the punchline with a laugh. A badger learning a new language. (laughs) If tumbleweed had existed in their part of the world, it would have rolled into the scene at this point. A great silence descended. Why, said the badger slowly and not a little huffily, would a badger be learning a new language? What's wrong with the language I've got? 
By this point, the cuckoo was seriously regretting trying to pass that smile on. But the words of his mother rang through his mind. If anyone needed a smile, it was this grisly, grumpy badger. Might I ask, ventured the cuckoo, when did you last smile? The badger was a little taken aback by the question. To be honest, though, he was a little taken aback by the whole conversation. He walked through the world with a frown on his face, keeping everyone at pause length as much as possible. As with many badgers, he was a shy creature who liked keeping himself to himself. The trouble was he'd spent so long being worried about what others thought of him and being too scared to say anything at all in case he came across as stupid or silly or wrong that he couldn't remember the last time something had made him smile. Look, the badger said at last, I'm not good at this. I'll just make a mistake and get things wrong and people will laugh. So it's just better just to stay by myself. Take your smile somewhere else, please. But the cuckoo was not going to be beaten. You know, my mother once told me about a really smart man called Albert Einstein, he said. Einstein figured out loads of things. He worked out that light is the fastest thing in the world. The badger wondered where the cuckoo was going with this, but he stayed and listened out of politeness and curiosity. Einstein said that a person who never made a mistake never tried anything new. If Einstein hadn't tried out lots of things and made loads of mistakes, there's a whole lot of things we wouldn't know today. So what you're saying is, said the badger, is it's actually a smart thing to try new things and make mistakes, and not a stupid thing at all. Exactly, said the cuckoo. He looked right into the badger's eyes and smiled. Exactly, he repeated softly. And the grumpiest, gruffest, grumbliest, most grisly badger in the world smiled back. He felt warm and happy inside and immediately looked around for another creature to share the smile and the feeling with. And seeing a fox trotting past, he waved and smiled. The fox caught the smile and passed it on to an owl. The owl caught the smile and passed it on to a bat. And so the smile, with a little bump in the road after meeting the badger, continued its crazy dash around the world. Now, koala kids, what's your absolute favorite joke in the world? Which is the funniest, guaranteed to make you laugh joke that you know? Go and tell it to someone and see if you can make them smile and start your own smile train that goes racing off across the country and out into the world. And to get you started, here's a special one from our listener. Take it away, Rupert. What word has the most bees in it? I don't know. Hive. (laughs) I'd love to know what makes you smile more than anything else. Let us know over at the Koala Kids Instagram page via the link in the show notes. Submit your drawings, your stories, voice notes, or anything else you can think of for a chance to appear on the page. Well, that's it for today, Koala Kids. Have a smiley, sunshine-filled day. And until next time, keep on shining! Shine.